The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the COO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender, and what we do every weekday at 11 a.m. Eastern on this show is go through our actual live mortgage rates, and then we do a deep dive into a different topic. Today's loan topic is going to be PL loans, profit and loss statement loans. So our sales manager, Jose, with 28 years of experience, is going to take us into a deep dive on those profit and loss loans. But before we do that, we'll do what we do every morning, which is pull up our live rate. So Nick, if you're ready, let's go ahead and pull up our pricing tool and see what the rates are looking like this morning. All right, hopefully we saw some panic relax here in the markets. Let me change my screen. And we will check out the rates. So as Kyle mentioned, this is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates in the APR for today, February 15th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all of our standard programs are live here. We've seen a lot of volatility in the last couple of days. Uh, over uh, yesterday, it uh, went down a little bit. So hopefully we see a little bit different this morning than yesterday. Uh, but we'll set up the same scenario so we can compare across the programs and see what they look like. If you'd like a full loan estimate that breaks down all the fees that go into the APR, please get with one of our team members. We have over 300 licensed loan officers here. So we're going to set up a basic scenario, 400,000 loan amount we'll use for all the demos. We'll set the LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll ask the computer to find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional. And then we'll compare that to FHA, which is usually the second option most borrowers look at. And then we'll go into expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have over 5,000 additional loan programs using alternative income. We also offer VA and USDA. VA is only for eligible vets and active service members. If you are, just let us know. And USDA is only for eligible properties. If you do happen to be looking in those places, just let us know. We'll start with conforming conventional, purchase, 30-year fixed loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. For all the demos, we use an estimated credit score here of 760 and an estimated debt-to-income ratio of 40. So let's see what we have today. Uh, I forget what it was yesterday. It's not much change, though. Uh, 6 point, I think it was 6.9 something yesterday. Uh, but uh, the final rate here, 6.5 rate for 2.5 discount points of cost. Puts the final APR at 6.8. So good option here for conventional. Hopefully we see that trend down a little more today as some of the panic uh, in the markets relax there. And we'll go back to our pricer here and compare that to the next option for any borrowers that don't qualify for a standard conventional. We typically want to check out FHA. FHA allows more leniency on credit issues as well as a much higher debt to income ratio we can use. But for the demo, we'll keep everything identical so we can compare apples to apples here across the programs. So let's see if FHA has any reactions. And it's uh, a touch lower. This option here at the top, uh, 5.75 rate for 2.5 discount points and cost, puts the final APR at 6.699, uh, which is a hair lower than conventional you see there. So our customers that qualify for both definitely don't overlook FHA, could be a good option. And this APR does include all of the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance that is required. So good option for any of our borrowers that need to use it as well. 
Now, where we love to specialize is if for any reason our customers don't qualify for conventional or FHA, most other banks or lenders will have to deny that customer. But that's where we love to present our 5,000 additional options here under non-QM, including our topic for today, P&L loans, one of those kinds here. So when we select expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, everything will stay identical. But now we have a new option pop-up where we can change the income type. So full doc is what we use for conventional and FHA. So if our customer doesn't qualify using full doc, also uh, known as two years of tax returns usually, that would mean we would want to take advantage of an alternative. We have asset-related programs, business bank statement programs, the investor programs are just for investments. We'll show that in a minute. Personal bank statement, 12-month, is the most popular. That's the one we use for the live demo. We have RSU, stated income, VOE, 1099, and PL will be Jose's topic for today. Most popular one is our 12-month bank statement, and that's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times our self-employed borrowers, when they submit two years of tax returns, have various write-offs and may not qualify at all or may just need a little more income. Either way, we'll use no tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements to determine a debt-to-income ratio of 40% here in our example using just the cash in the bank. So many times our self-employed borrowers will qualify for much more income this way. So let's check out the options. All right. Best option here at the top, 7% rate for 2.1 discount points and cost. Puts the final APR at 7.377. So again, we're within about a half a point of conventional, which is amazing. Uh, when we see some volatility with conventional, uh, we do get really close for a while there. We were beating conventional, but amazing options for our customers that need to use alternative income. These are great programs. And if we scroll down some of these options, there's hundreds of variations. Uh, some of these options may allow different uh, uh, ways to calculate the income, and some may allow different events such as foreclosures, bankruptcies, and other credit issues that would cause us to not qualify for a standard program. So lots of flexibility in here. Please with our team to find which of these hundreds of options work best. And before we go into the example for today, we always do live rates for investments. So we'll select investment property here for the last couple demos. We'll do 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll compare the lowest rate options for conforming conventional. We'll check out our non-QM expanded guideline options. Remember government programs don't work for investments. So no FHA, VA, or USDA examples here. We'll start with conforming conventional. We'll keep everything identical. All we've changed here is the occupancy to investment. So let's check out the conventional rates this morning. And as has been the case the last few days, we have our portfolio option pop up because it does not have the loan level price adjustments that the true Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac conventional programs do. Same guidelines. However, uh, it is not sold to Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. So does not require those adjustments. So this one's a little bit better here. 6.875 rate for 3.25 discount points at cost. Puts the final APR at 7.264 on that one. And our first true FNMA stands for Fannie Mae. Comes in at 7.125 rate for 3.125 discount points at cost. For a final APR of 7.509 there. Because the Fannie and Freddie do require loan level price adjustments for investment properties that they made much more substantial in the last uh, year or two here. So good options here for our customers that qualify full doc, but definitely, especially with the uh, volatility here, recommend all of our customers check out non-QM as well. So we'll compare these. 
to our final example. Set up the same scenario. And this time we will select expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So a couple options pop up. First, we must select the income type we're going to use and the most popular income type for non-QM investments. And the most popular loan we do here at the Mortgage Calculator is our DSCR loan because it doesn't require any income or employment or documentation on that. We simply use the estimated rental income from the appraisal to determine a DSCR value. Stands for debt service coverage ratio. If the estimated rents can cover the expenses, AKA the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We have options for ratios under one, but for the demo, we always use 1.5 so we can see all of the options pop up. And finally, prepayment penalty is standard for non-QM investments. Three years is what we use for the demo. There are options for no prepay, which cost a little bit more and limit what shows up. And there are also options for five years, which does limit the programs, but does save our customers some money that want to hold the properties long-term. Three years is standard. That's what we'll use for the demo as we do every day. So let's check out the DSCR options. Absolutely amazing DSCR beating conventional yet again. 6.625 rate, 3.4 discount points and costs for a final APR of 7.126, beating portfolio full doc uh, and beating true conventional for investment properties. Absolutely amazing. Again, as I say every day, I would probably say 100% of investors will take this DSCR option over a conventional option for much more ease, flexibility. We can do one, two, five, 10 loans at a time and just a ton of options for our investors here. Now, if we scroll down, some of these options at higher rates and costs uh, may allow things like bankruptcies, foreclosures, may allow different ways to calculate the income, all kinds of different options that come in here. So please get with our team to find the best ones. And let me switch my screen again here. One second. And we will get into today's topic. As we do every morning, we do our live pricing for a typical non-QM scenario. However, there are tons of options. As you see on the drop down there, we can't do them all live. But today, Jose will uh, bless us with the PL analysis. So just like yesterday, 1099 is a subset, uh, less common than bank statements and a little more specific. Uh, so these are uh, kind of subsets. We always do the live pricing for bank statements as the most common option. And the 1099 from yesterday, less common, but definitely a great tool to have. And again, today, PL a little less common, uh, but definitely a great tool for us to have. So since we don't do that on the live pricer, Jose is going to present a few different options and tools to use it. But first, Jose, why don't you go over why we would go PL versus a typical bank statement and just define exactly what we mean by PL there. Awesome. <clears throat> Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us, Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Uh, this week, we've been concentrating in our daily rates on self-employed borrower options, right? The late uh, Yesterday, we had our 1099, and today, we have probably on the opposite end of the spectrum of alt-doc documents, the profit and loss report option. Now, a profit and loss report is a, in this case, for this option, it would have to be prepared by the borrower's tax preparer, right? It could be uh, a an IRS registered tax preparer with a PTIN, or it could be an actual accountant, or it could be an actual CPA. Any of those three are usually going to be acceptable. However, 
I would recommend that you look at the guidelines of the options selected to make sure that they don't have any specific tweak on there. Like it has to be a CPA or it has to be an accountant. Typically, it's any of the three options. Now, why I say this is on the opposite end of the spectrum, because on the 1099, we have a 1099 document, right? That document can be verified with a W-2 and 1099 transcript. That's real easy. It's a set of expense factor of only 10%. That's why I was mentioning, you know, it's probably one of the easiest alt doc loans you're going to do. The P&L is a little bit more involved, but the P&L serves the purpose, right, of being, I will call it, it's the workaround for the bank statement loan <clears throat> when we have issues with a bank statement loan like declining deposit trends, right, or um, large deposits that you cannot document that they are actually business-related income. Right. So those are some of the issues or you may have uh, multiple months where you had uh, overdrafts and or NSS. Right. Which is another issue that may bury most bank statement loans. A lot of times they're not going to want more than three overdrafts in the whole or NSS in the whole year. Right. Much less having multiple months with one, two or three. So the only thing to be on the lookout with the P&L loans is that most options are going to re require some type of recent bank statement verification. They may require the last two or three months business bank statements to confirm the actual P&L, either you know, business or uh, they don't have business. I guess it would have to be personal bank statements, but they're going to want the last three months business activity. Let's put it that way. Bank statements <clears throat> to confirm the income uh, is going to match what is on the profit and loss. So if the last two or three months are no activity, then you may have an issue. Or if the last two or three months show uh, numerous overdrafts or NSFs, you may also have an issue there. Uh, again, I, I would tell you to refer to the guidelines to see if they're going to ask for those two or three months bank statements, but most of the options do. So keep in mind, though, how the P&L works. The P&L program, we've been able to save deals that were denied at another uh, by another lender, by another outfit, not by the mortgage calculator. Our loan officer has received it, and we've turned that frown upside down into a smile and into an approved borrower when we have been able to use the profit and loss option to qualify the borrower versus uh, full doc, for example, this this loan was uh, approved or denied full doc, our MLO got it, and we met and we all decided that the best option was profit and loss. And that loan closed in a little bit over three weeks and it had been denied somewhere else. So you see how the profit and loss is a great tool. So let me go ahead and share my options with you on our purchase and refi options. So our first option here is the maximum loan to value available for a purchase primary, 90%. 90% is the maximum LTV <clears throat> for uh, all the non-QM loans that we offer. As always, never any mortgage insurance applicable on any non-QM loan 
regardless of the loan to value. So here, 90%, we don't have any MI, but it is the additional risk is taken into consideration in the interest rate. Now, you will note another reason I mentioned these loans are going to be at the opposite spectrum uh, in alt-doc from, let's say, 1099, because they are a higher risk loan product because there's less actual independent verification of the income. It's a profit and loss report, an accountant letter, you know, the accountant P&L, the accountant business narrative type verification letter, and that's pretty much it. And a couple of months, bank statements. <clears throat> that's all you're going to produce as opposed to, for example, the 1099 actually has a 1099 document, can be verified. Uh, you're going to get pay stubs or VOE for year-to-date income. And the bank statement has the last 12 months that you're looking at. You can see the cash flow versus the P&L. Uh, it's only a P&L of the last 12 months and two or three months bank statements. Hence, again, a little bit higher interest rate. But still here at a 90%, which is a maximum LTV, we're at 10.375, which is our lowest cost option, and 8.75 lowest rate option. That's 90%. <clears throat> now, 85%, you'll see things get a lot better, right? Now, we're at 9.125 at par, lowest cost option, 7.875 lowest rate option, right? That's 85%. 90 was the max. Now, we're... Going down to 85, which is still above the norm, because the norm is really 80% <clears throat> in all of these alt-doc programs. So now 80%, you even got a lender credit here at 8.25, and you can buy that down all the way to 7%. So if we go back a minute to our 90% LTV option, look at that, 10.375, and our uh, lowest cost option isn't even close to, excuse me, our lowest rate option isn't even close to our lowest cost option here. Lowest rate option was 8.75. Here we got 8.25 with a lender credit, and then you can buy it down all the way to 7%. Quite a big difference there just by lowering your LTV. <clears throat> and then investment, our maximum LTV is 85% for the P&L option for investment and not too shabby here with the rates. You know, you got 8.999 lowest cost option at 1.375 points. And you can buy that down all the way to 8.25 at a cost of three points. And uh, you will note that obviously this is 85%. Now at an 80%, which is more the norm, you can see again how much better the rates get. Right, we have 8.375 actually with a little bit of a lender credit there, and you can buy that down to 7.5, which is only at a cost of 1.625 points. So, still very good rates, very low prices for our investment 80% purchase. <clears throat> and now, our profit and loss cash out refi for a one unit uh, primary. Maximum LTV is 80% on this option. They do not have an 85% cash out option. So you will know great rates, right? 8.375 at par, our lowest cost option. And you can buy that down all the way to 7.25% 
at a cost of only 2.375. And that is for our primary cash out refi. And now for our last option here, it is our investment profit and loss cash out refi, also at 80%. So you'll see why, you know, 80% is the magic number. Uh, so you get great rates even for investment cash out 80% using PL. Just realize what we're talking about here. And we're still probably beating conventional or close to it on an 80% cash out in their full dock. We have 9.125% here at par. And you can buy that down all the way to 7.875%. Wow. On our profit and loss, one unit cash out refi to an 80% LTV. So remember, <clears throat> best use for this product is, I mean, you're always going to get better rates with a bank statement loan and more options with a bank statement loan and a 1099 loan than you will with a profit and loss loan. However, the profit and loss loan is really a great workaround if you have issues with the bank statements, the uh, NSS, or anything like that, and it's a self-employed borrower, go with the P&L option. That's the way to go. All right, great. I don't see any questions that popped up here. But a great program to have there. And like Jose said, it's saved quite a few different deals that go from conventional and then maybe bank statement. No, we can't do bank statement. We can't do this. And then now we end up there and it can come through and save the day for you. So don't uh, don't forget about the PL loans there. But I don't see any other questions. We'll go ahead and wrap it up. Remember, 11 a.m. Eastern, we do this show every weekday where we go through the live rates, and then we do a deep dive into a different topic. So we'll have a new topic for tomorrow. We appreciate everybody tuning in, and thank you for everybody commenting. Thank you for the presentation. Jose, we'll see you all tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, for the next episode of Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Take care, everyone. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.